0: hey everybody thanks again for joining the let's talk podcast uh today i've got uh somebody that i'm very very happy to know um recently got to uh, get to know more about this guy we've talked uh before this as well a couple times um a man of faith uh like myself. And, you know, and it, it's kind of the uh, the reason I talk so much about faith and, and what I do uh, is because it, it, it helps me to connect with awesome people like, uh, like Joey, uh, Joey Perez that I have on here. So it's a, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a very, it, it's a big honor and a privilege to have him on here. Um, reached out to me. He reached out to me after one of my last panels that i was on and you know we just we just kind of hit it off got to talking about our faith and just you know other than uh us being in the technology field you know we found that we've got quite a bit uh we have quite a bit in common so i'm, I'm very glad to have him on joey thanks for thanks for coming on and, and joining me for this episode um i, I it's great to have you man To uh to sharpen, you know, to sharpen our, our our Christianity and to make us stronger. Uh for example, you know, in 2021 I I suffered from two uh, acute uh cardiac episodes and you know, pretty much as close to a heart attack as you could get it, and it was mainly uh stress, anxiety, me not being me not being willing to to hand that over to God. So I, I think that it as a Christian and especially as a male, you know, I'm I've, speaking to the male aspect of it, because I, I'm a, I'm also a staunch believer that the that the Christian household does need to be led by the father of the household. And, um, I, I think that God used those moments to finally show me, uh, you know, in, in this moment, I'm, you're going to be humiliated. You, you know, I, I was uh, held up in a hospital both times for a, a couple days with, you know, every machine attached to me and, uh, using that moment for God to finally say, listen, you weren't willing before, but you, you've suffered two of these horrible incidents on your heart. Are, are you going to finally completely give in and, and let go? And and, and so I, I think that uh, it, you know, speaking to the humility aspect, is it's a huge, huge opportunity for growth. And if you're um, not coming at those uh, those situations with kind of that mentality of, you know, this isn't God didn't do this to me, but God's gonna learn something for me through it. So it's uh mm-hmm. it just I uh, wanted to touch on that real quick because I think it's a great I think that's a great point. Um <clears throat> especially the 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 aspect in which we 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 view those circumstances coming from the 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 faith that we have. Mm-hmm. So you know it, it gives us a, a little bit of a different perspective on the on the crap that happens to us. So continue. <laughs>
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, if anything, there's a, um, uh, recently, a, a pastor that I love dearly, his name's Vodi Bacham. He went through a heart surgery and it's interesting because like in God's sovereignty, we, when something good happens, we'll say, Oh, you know, praise God for his providence because you, you made it out of that. In his case, mm-hmm. it was like a heart surgery that, um, you know, it was could t- could have taken his life, man. It was a very emergency type situation. And, um, it's true. Yeah. God's providence permitted for him to be able to make it through, but it would also be God's providence if he didn't make it through. And so at times we'll we'll take it as if it's, it's only the good. And this is also part of the humility and trusting him and his time and his process. At times, those things are made for us. Uh, There's an old, uh, man, I'll see if I can send it to you. I don't know if it's something you'll throw in post, but it's like a, um, like, it's like a meme almost. And it's like, you know, uh, I asked for this, and God said no. So, like in the context of the whole meme, it says something like, "I asked for God to heal my my physical ailment, and He said no because your spirit is whole." And so, that would be more important to Him is like getting to the the heart of the matter. That although maybe in this case something physically is an ailment and a, it's a disability, it's grown my spirit. So, like even in my own like heartbreak of life, right? The trauma I've been through. Having, I'm going to be just straight up. So I I came to faith near the end of my marriage. And uh, God is good enough to save my marriage. He's also good and worthy if he doesn't save that marriage. And it can be hard, I I think, at first, especially in the beginning, with a lack of maturity, to look at that and say, why? Why would I serve a God who doesn't save my marriage? And it's like... Mm -hmm. If, if that's why you're, if that's why you're pursuing him, you're already pursuing him for selfish gain anyway, which is exactly.
0: pride. That's, that's exactly. and, and it kind of also built, you know, I, I have this, uh, uh, maybe this is a horrible terminology, but I like to use the term lazy Christians. It's, it's a uh, church. <laughs> it, it's the church and the faith that just sits there and expects God to take care of everything where I believe that God is going to help those that also help themselves. You know, why, why should God take care of all of this for me if I'm not at least trying 100% of what, What my effort is to try to fix the situation, you know, trying to be proactive. And I think that a lot of people kind of just nowadays, especially just expect God to, you know, he's going to handle everything. And if if this doesn't happen, then it just wasn't for God. But they also don't attribute to, well, this also didn't happen because I didn't put forth any effort to try to make it happen. So God can't bless my work if there's no work that I put into it.
1: That right there, that's the, that needs to put that on a shirt, dude. That's good, and that, that's, that's like it's context. Context is always king about this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, if if I'm if to your point, if I'm thirsty, right, and I have the the abilities, the faculties to drink, then why wouldn't I drink? Right to your point, if if he's if we know that we're supposed to work, if there's a term called antinomianism, which has to deal with being so like to your point of being a lazy Christian. If God wants it to happen, He'll do it. And that's, it, it's, it's not the point that he needs you to do it. That's yeah. not the point. If anything, I would recognize that being redeemed, he is allowing me to partake in someone else's redemption. Not that I'm responsible for it, but by evangelizing, for instance, and sharing the gospel and its clarity, if someone comes to Christ through that, that presentation of the gospel, I am not per- responsible, I'm not in person, I am not responsible for their conversion. It is a heart issue, which would be a baptism of the Holy Spirit that has done that. However, however, I was used as a means to be a part of that person's redemption story. It yeah. is he who redeems. But what a grace that is to see people who once were lost be found and to know that you were one of those as well. And again, it requires this level of, it's funny because whether you get a hard swing on like a turn and burn or people who are like hardcore lazy. Like all I had to do is say a prayer once and walk down an aisle and there's no evidence of my life of, of like, you know, saving faith. Mm-hmm. I both need grace. The lost need grace. Everyone is by, it's, it's, it's um a championed message that sometimes we forget and become self-righteous about as if we've earned our ability to seek things clearly. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had, I have a good friend that's actually here on LinkedIn Um, my name, Matt, who recently said something that stuck with me, he said, um, you know, it's something to the effect of like, why is it that we focus more on why the dark is dark instead of not asking why isn't the light more bright? Yes. And that's like, man, like if you're, if you're lost, then of course there's things that there's things that shouldn't not to say they aren't offensive in nature, but I don't need to be offended for you or for God. I can recognize that it's, it's a, it's a, uh, condition of the sinful nature of man and out of compassion, because I know someone who can redeem them, present them, and then allow them and the Holy Spirit to, like this the Holy Spirit's job. I'm not Holy Spirit Junior, bro. So I don't, it's not my job to to convert somebody, which has been a beautiful blessing in being a sales guy that has developed into being a consultant now. So I don't, not in the direct sales world anymore, but boy, all of that time I spent understanding how to overcome objections and reason with people and handle rejection has now turned into, now I don't have to take it personal if somebody yeah. doesn't accept Christ when I present the gospel. It's like, I only have to pitch. I only have to present. And if I could be clear about what it is and who it is that I'm presenting and pointing back to with biblical basis doctrine that, that informs me, then it's not a sentiment. I'm not telling you about having experience and wait for goosebumps. I can like, there's things that are clear despite our subjective opinions about what truth is. There's such a thing as absolute truth. And so that gives us a basis to kind of reason from, right? If absolute truth exists, despite our beliefs, okay, if we could put that aside for just a moment, if absolute truth exists, I have a completely different ideology than maybe you do, but at the end of life, do we both die? If we both die, then things are true, whether we believe it or not, like it's just, what's going to (laughs) happen,
0: you know, so... I love that. And, you know, and what a good, what a great segue, especially you you talking about your professional life. And I think it's what a great cohesiveness between, you know, starting off, you know, as a salesperson, I know now that you're more in the consulting, you're not doing it as much, but the, the that, that industry and that, and that job is, you know, it's, it's about the connection and what a better way to take, you know, your Christian faith, which is about that connection. And like you were, you know, like you're saying, evangelizing and and being able to communicate and you know sometimes sometimes we are just the mustard seed but sometimes god needs us to also be the voice the, the 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 more than the mustard seed he needs us to be the he needs us to be the rain that helps it grow that helps it grow he needs us to be the sunshine coming down on it so uh, talking you know more about the professional aspect how how has and this, I'll, you know, use this moment as well to, you know, talk about talk about what you're doing now. Talk about the company you're with, because I do know that your faith ties a lot in with where you're at right now. And yeah. uh, it, it, Derek, right, is that that is yeah. that your yeah, yeah. Derek? So you know, maybe talk about him and talk about how that. Um, that connection formed because I know that this it's, it's also very heavily rooted in your guys's faith. So let's use that also now as a segue to, to, you know, to, to pivot and show the correlation between, you know, this isn't just, this isn't just uh faith-based, but faith-based can 100% successfully intertwine and work hand in hand with our professional lives. And I think mm-hmm. that um, for those of us that do, embrace our faith a little bit more. I think that it takes that professional aspect just through the roof and to just to, agree. A, to a level, to a level that is just unknown with a lot of people in our industry right now.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And this, I think it's a timidness to be uh, blunt and bold, right? Paul said, I'm unashamed of the gospel. He could have said, I'm confident, right? He could have said, he could have said, I have assurance Crazy. in the gospel because it's the power of God into salvation. But I think the reason he chose the word unashamed is because there is a propensity to be shameful, about it. And so that's why he said that word specifically. So to the context of Derek and where I work, so I work for a company called VocalPoint Consulting. Um, We are independent uh, technology brokers. We focus on the procurement side of the technology. So a headhunter for as a services. If it's cloud-based, it's security, VoIP, anything in the cloud realm, right? Data storage, co-location, any, any of that, I deal with it. But my focus is not to be the technology expert. My focus is to help understand the process behind why we're looking for that technology, what we currently have that we can utilize better through like technology audits, and then really bridge the gap between what they're currently doing, what the future state of that's going to be on, the, on their tech stack side, and then help them figure out a better way to shop. And I say this confidently as a direct sales guy over a decade or so, an experienced marketing professional, um, there's, I don't have an angst against direct salespeople as much as I realize you are so focused with the flagship that you can bring in, the product, or nice. the, the the suite of services that are limited to your brand, that it ends up being tied to KPIs that are quota driven, and then you can lose sight. Not all, I'm not speaking at all, but most yeah. fall under this kind of propensity I to- think that that's
0: a fair assumption.
1: Yeah, man. So, so being a technology consultant as an advisor, I, I can take a step back from having commission breath because I, I don't work off that. Like Derek is a godsend. Okay. He's a brother in the Lord. I met him through the church I was attending. He's uh, still the leader to my men's group today. Actually we're in the process of going through an apologetic study. We've gone through revelation acts. We've gone through so many different books together. And so to be in constant fellowship with a brother in the Lord through work to pray before our work days or meetings, to constantly be reminded that even if this doesn't end in a deal, the most important part of our interaction is that we treat them like the Imago Dei, the image bearer of God that they are, allows us to really, with with candor, be sometimes blunt in ways that people may not like at first but appreciate after. And so like an example of that would be if in the context of doing an audit or our consulting, we find that there's a change management problem and it happens to be your your cousin billy who you've who you've hired
0: <laughs> i know you love
1: him but brother that's actually the choke point in the process and so while it's it, it could technology could improve it the problem is a change management issue it has nothing to do with us so exactly. we can point you to another yeah. you know another provider that can help you out in that way and help with the people side of the process but those conversations are like really like they come to jesus moments where like it's more, more important for us as a company to not try to close a deal for the sake of closing a deal or presenting a technology mm-hmm. stack if it's a people problem. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff that I, I I love about working with VocalPoint. And so in the process over the last couple of years, as you know, the podcasts have been more of a thing and it's it's wonderful to step into the digital realm instead of having to be stuck either on the phones, banging them or swinging doors in the yes. direct sales kind of vibe. Um, what also has also limited is over time has been networking, which has been funny because different events that have been like yearly events. Now you get the chance, at least over the COVID era, we're able to choose whether or not you really wanted to go to those or not. So
0: exactly. they kind of prove yeah. yeah. they- it. Mean, especially specifically, you know, we, we've we done the same exact thing. You know, it used to be, we try to go to like four to six events a year. Now it's, you know, one to two maybe, because the, the 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 advent of just being able to just so easily be able to connect with people online, especially through LinkedIn. I mean, I haven't, mm-hmm. I, I, I uh, X is kind of starting formally, Twitter is starting to become that for me, but LinkedIn has just been huge for us to grow organically, get our message out there. It's, it's enabled us to, to, you know, to, to kind of have a base audience, especially, you know, getting this podcast underway. So it's, it's, it it's allowed us the flexibility to grow, um, without having to spend so much and, and, and to be able to, to flex our, you know, creative muscles.
1: Yeah. And which brother, that's kind of, that's the game now. Like creative is the marketing and it's, it's, it's funny because it does require authenticity, which you hear all the time. Two words that I think are abused, but misunderstood authenticity and value. What is authenticity? What does it mean to be authentic and show your brand, so to speak? Let your hair down. What's the other side of you actually providing value? And so, what long-form podcasts allow us to do, even the shorter, bite-sized ones? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a podcast we started called Cloud Sherpa, and it's cloud tech, cloud and tech from a biblical worldview. It's not that everything is beaten up with, with like uh, you know Bible verses there, through it. It's a matter of recognizing when we're looking at an AI product. We're going to take an approach to recognize, hey, what's like the moral value of this? And also, is it even integrally honest? For instance, if it's scrubbing the internet for data, that's great. And you should leverage tools that'll help you, right? Uh, because of the leverage there's, aspect there's, of it in there's general. There's
0: no greater book to help you be as successful as a business person than, than, this, than the Bible. I, I, yeah, I, amen. I, I truly believe that it is a how to be <laughs> a decent human for dummies. <laughs> yeah, amen.
1: This is where like, I, 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 I can't um, disagree with just the, the, the amount of alignment that you'll get from reading it. People who are not saved who read it still benefit from it. Mm-hmm. The difference is when it becomes from head knowledge to like a heart faith. And that's why I think, you know, like even Christ, when he, the, 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 the command is not to, to repent and, uh, and think about it. it is repent and believe is what it says. And that, that belief should be informed. You should. So it's not blind faith. And I think people who are outside of the faith sometimes will think that, but the point is, 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 if it's, if one of the commands is love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, your mind is an important part of that. You, Your heart is even informed by what you think, right? Thanks. And so at times, if my heart is deceived because I am lusting after something, what my mind has informed itself of through diligent study, by taking time to commune and spend time with, it now changes the fact that like, um, here's a maybe silly example that I came to mind as a dad, right? When my when my daughters are little and they're wanting to jump into the pool, even if they've never experienced what it feels like to to have the fear of drowning, Mm-hmm. instinctively they know that they're gonna drown there's a lot of water <laughs> and i know i can't breathe under that but dad's in there telling me jump in so they have to they have to confront the fear with what the re- what the truth is so like maybe this is a, a silly segue to, to play on this but like this there's a difference between the, the like facts and truth right they both can be the same but that, that's not like the fact is i'm ill but the truth is i'm healed Mm -hmm. Right. Like I'm healed. I'm healed spiritually. There's things that are whole in me. So like back to the other example earlier about, uh, you know, you might allow those things to happen to you. And the thing is, too, we'll we'll know that God is good or uh, we'll know that he's sovereign, but forget that he's good. Uh, There was a pastor that once said, like, uh, at times we look at God as a good dad because he's good that when we see a puddle like a, like a muddy puddle like he's like, you know, holding us by the hand and he picks us up, right? Like, you know, you pick up your little babies, right? When you go come over those, uh, those puddles. And then he's like, sometimes the Lord might just hold your hand. Like he might pull you down so that you get dragged through it. And two things you learn from that one, he's not going to let you go. He doesn't let you go through that puddle. And two, maybe the purpose of that was so that your immune system would grow. Yeah. So it's it's a good thing.
0: It's a good thing. Okay. And so you know, I, it, I, I you know, it piggybacks on what we were talking about earlier is, you know, God, God, I don't think God wants to protect us from everything because we, we learn from those moments that we are getting jugged through the mud and we could we learn, we, all right, this is what happened to me when, when this, when, you know, when a happened and, but I reacted like B, C, D and E, I need to, when a happens, I need to act like a, and there's a certain way that I need to go about it next time. So, you know, I think it's all part of that learning process. And also to, you know, talk about that, uh, that, that, that aspect of, you know, the, the example you use about your kids, you know, jumping into the pool, I think it also ties back into the, that, what you said about, you know, being unashamed, you know, your kids, your kids trust that dad is going to, he's going to have me. So I'm just going to, I'm going to jump into this. And I, and I think that kind of, you know, using myself as, as an example, that I have had a fear of public speaking for the longest time, but I knew that, (laughs) If I approached public speaking how I do my Christianity, and then I incorporate those two being unashamed, I know that my father's gonna he he's gonna grab me and he's gonna help me learn from it. So I, I think you know that's one thing about <laughs> one thing I love about being a Christian is you know I, now that I I, I have uh, the, the the heaven mentality and and I, uh-huh. I I just I see everything everything just connects to me. So you know I see. Uh, this is happening all the way over here in the distance but man that sure reminds me about when this happened and yeah. then oh wait this ha- this reminds me actually of when this happened and, yeah. and, and <laughs> i think that's like just a that and it also ties back you know i think it ties so well into business It is just it having that interconnection it it helps it helps it helps you from a prof- professional level just Really break down everything that you're doing, see it from all aspects, think of it maybe you know a little bit more critically, and when we're able to take that unashamed mentality and and really transition it perfectly, or maybe not perfectly, but pretty well into the professional life, I, I it opens up this whole new this whole new aspect of of who we are in a professional uh-huh. landscape. I, I just I love the message that comes from that is you know fully trusting God and allowing i i i uh, make the point too a lot of times you know people like to complain no oh, i'm not a good writer i'm not not great at writing but you're not gonna know and you're not gonna learn how to become a writer if you don't put pen to paper and yeah. just start writing you're not gonna know how to succeed if you don't start trying and yeah you, you may you may fail a lot but that's okay because <laughs> So to, to also use a uh, you know, example after example, after example, Edison, how many times did he make uh, the light bulb to fail to finally learn how to yeah. actually make the light bulb? You have, yeah. to, you have to fail in order to succeed. And, you know, you're not going to be, you're not going to have that post that goes viral instantly. It may take yeah. over hundred posts of, you know, just getting your message out there. And it's, it's, it's having the industry and your target audience really understand who you are both personally, professionally. I, I, I think that's that's huge.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, to that point of uh, authenticity, right? What? Let's say, let's say someone listening right now being you don't you don't believe you know you don't believe in what we okay. You have to be willing to suck to get good at it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: just the, like failure is not because failure is not an option. That's so big headed. Like failure is a prerequisite. That's part yes. of the deal, bro. Like you got you got to be ready for that,
0: no matter what. Oh, yeah. And, and so the and idea. And I look of, at past things that I've done, and I'm just like. Oh, oh that's, cringe. that's cringeworthy. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, right. understand, I understand my, my mentality back then and I was really trying, but oh my gosh, that's bad.
1: Like, can I just unlist it? I just want to, yeah. <laughs> I want to delete it. Yes. But you have to, right. If it, And here's, I'll, I love this too, because where you say that, you know, you had a fear of public speaking. So one, I wouldn't have guessed that, which is, it's funny, right. That that would be something that might've been a fear before. It's not something that, a little bit more second nature, at least perceivably, even if you, you know, got mom spaghetti, knees, weak, arms are heavy before you get on stage, bro. Um, (laughs) But on the the other side of it, like, I can tell you, speaking for myself, I was very, like, polished content. And a brother actually is the one who had made sense. He's another Christian that I I interviewed early. He was like, dude, I, first of all, by doing live streams, I, and which this in itself, while not, it, it doesn't have to be live as much as it's a real conversation. It's not scripted out, you know? Yes. It's like, dude, me scratching my nose, right? The kids rolling up like that automatically builds a bond with the audience. So even mm-hmm. I crank out content way faster than you. Okay. And I also bond with them at a level that is not as like curated. And exactly. so I really meditated on that. And for me, I was deathly afraid of goodness, but it was weird. Public speaking, I was good at, but I'm like, the internet lives forever. What if I say something stupid on the live stream? Yeah. And I was like, well, if I'm gonna say something stupid, this is literally how I started, bro, with like getting good with video content wasn't from learning how to edit that was part of what i was doing but what made me get really good at it was just reading my bible online i was like dude if i'm a if I'm a land on my face i'm gonna do it reading god's word so at least i'm doing something productive that's for the faith and if somebody can benefit yeah praise god and fast forward what's it's funny because like it's not that these other tools become you know uh, obsolete if anything just they add they add to the benefit of knowing how to how to present right now? Now I am practicing on a regular basis um, skills that translate beyond what I'm doing. And so, whether or not you're a believer, what you believe is what we talk about, and uh, and showing that on camera—that's what the authentic side of it is. So in yes. my case,
0: it, yeah, good. Go ahead.
1: Ahead. Well, I was no. gonna say, but dude, being be, being like an American. I, dude, I, I love my country. So it's, it's nothing. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, bro. Under these, under this flag is like a big old Puerto Rican flag. Like I'm, that's me. Okay, it's part of me. The coffee stuff, is part of me. I, 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 my faith, part of me, bro. So it's it's by default. Of course, some people are not gonna vibe. But the reality is, is like, uh, what is it, man? If if if, if I think this is even biblical, isn't it? Like, um, if if the world considers you a friend, everybody considers you a friend. You serve no one. Yeah. So, so just don't, don't fall into the trap of think, thinking that by, by professing your faith, if anything, dude, now more than ever, if we're going to be inclusive, bro, include me. Okay. Include me too. Right. Yeah. It's not like just, so like, you know, be bold, be bold. So yeah. I,
0: I, I love that. You know, I think that's a, that's a great, that's a great, you know, fi- final point to kind of to hammer in is the fact that you're not, uh, especially us, you know, being uh, talking more from the Christian aspect of things is we are not going to be everyone's favorite message. There are going to be plenty of people that that will specifically not agree with you just because they know that you're Christian. And I, I couldn't agree with you more on the inclusion aspect of it is if, all of these other things are gonna get included, then I believe that as Christians, I should also, and my point of view should be included because I you know I talking from the Christian faith is you no, know, I I'm I'm trying to include love and I'm trying to 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 preach not only through my personal message but through my professional message that um love needs to come from the Lord and Amen. it's gonna come through me to my audience so it at least know that my mind is in the right spot and make make a little bit more room for me too because i i think that at least for myself and and the way i i view your message as well is that that comes from a 100% just sincere heart you truly just want people to succeed you but but we also you know we want people to succeed because of him you know so it's you know yep. it's, it's that it, and it, and it, you know, kind of piggybacking as well uh, on what we were talking just prior to that was, if you wait to ship a perfect product, it's too late. So it's okay. Yeah. To, it's okay to to put some flawed content out there because the flawed the flawed aspect of the human nature is what makes us human. And I think that's I think it's very vital and important to to showcase that to everybody. Um, yes. Yeah. Especially is. Especially if we are trying to do it from a faith-based mindset
1: Because absolutely.
0: we are absolutely even the ones that don't believe in God. we are all 100 percent sinners, saved mm-hmm. by grace. He chose to die on the cross for us he chose to come, he chose to he chose to go to the, the deepest, darkest, most horrible place imaginable, kick down the gates of death specifically. had a little uh, hiccup there specifically so we could succeed. So use your platform as much as you can. It's okay to, it's okay to not be everybody's favorite person. As long as you're being a good person, giving a sincere message and, you know, just, just loving other people. I I think that that's just, I think that's, 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 that's what I was hoping that, at least I hope people get out of this podcast today. Um, I, I did want to gloat on you too a little bit, man. Um, I, I think that what you're doing is working. Um, I, I I can't see uh, specifically uh, just talking about Intellisys. I can't see an Intellisys video post without seeing your face on it, without seeing words <laughs> from you. And so when I see that, I'm like, yes, they are giving, they are giving my brother <laughs> a, a, a platform to, to really practice what he preaches. So being, you know, on the outside looking and thank you for what you do. Thank you for, for being so um, convicted to do it as well. And to not be, as Paul said, to, to be unashamed. So thank you for not being ashamed of the gospel and to uh, use it both in your personal and so much in your professional life. Um, I, I, I was really hoping that this is the direction that we would take today and that we would talk for a very long time, which we did. Um, And so (laughs) if you're watching this, uh, I I hope that uh, even if you, even if you're not faith-based, I I hope that you did learn a little bit about um, why we do what we do, why we approach it from the aspect that we do. So Joey, thank you so much for coming on Um, real quick. Where can, where can anybody that's watching, where can they find you? Uh, I'll put your LinkedIn obviously in the show notes, but are there any other platforms that you may be on?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Glory to God. Um, those, those are very kind words, man. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm grateful, but the, the glory is God's brother to find Amen. me. You can, uh, if you type in Joey mugs Perez, you'll find me. Joey mugs Perez is a little bit more of my, my LinkedIn profile, okay. which I, I live on for sure. So if you ever want to get in contact with me, it's an easy way to slide to my DMS through there. I recently did just kick off a um, an X account. I have Instagram as well, Facebook. Those are other platforms. You'll find me under Joey Mugs. I'll put those um, in the show YouTube. notes.
0: Joey will send them to me. Uh, and I and yeah. also want to link your guys' podcast as well on there. So uh, oh, man, I thank, want to thank make you, sure that everybody that wants to hear more of what you have to say has, has, every, uh, has every avenue to do so.
1: Yeah, praise God. I'm, I'm grateful for that. Absolutely. So I'll, I'll shoot that over to you right after this.
0: I love it, man. And uh, so everybody, thanks for tuning in. Joey, thank you so much again for being a guest on here. Uh, it's truly wonderful having you on here. I count you as a brother. Um, really excited to uh, to see you again in person and just to continue talking with you, man. I, I love you and I'm, I'm glad you're part of my life.
1: Yeah, man. I love you too, brother. Grace to you. I'm grateful.
0: All right, man. Hey, you have a great day. Thank you for joining.
1: Me too. Be great.